Good morning, my friends. Today is Wednesday, the 9th of December, 2020. We are going to have a bit of a whirlwind morning prayer this morning. I actually don't even have time to be doing it. I overslept again, which is either just some sort of seasonal effect of the shorter days or my body trying to tell me something or I don't know what, but I've been... I've been mastering this oversleeping through the alarms and everything. So we have today Psalm 38, Isaiah 6, 1 through 13, 2 Thessalonians 1, 1 through 12, and the Gospel of John 7, 53 through 8, 11. We're pretty much just going to do the confession and the readings and leave it at that this morning, unless I can sum it or condense it into a couple of sentences, I'm not going to share thoughts on the prayers, Um, but at least this will give us something to think on today. Thank you so much for bearing with me, my friends. Arise, O Jerusalem, stand upon the height and look toward the east, and see your children gathered from west and east at the word of the Holy One. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. God of all mercy, we confess that we have sinned against you, opposing your will in our lives. We have denied your goodness in each other, in ourselves, and in the world you have created. We repent of the evil that enslaves us, the evil we have done, and the evil done on our behalf. Forgive, restore, and strengthen us through our Savior Jesus Christ, that we may abide in your love and serve only your will. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, let our mouth proclaim your praise and your glory all the day long. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Psalm 38 O God, do not rebuke me in your anger or discipline me in your wrath, for your arrows have sunk into me and your hand has come down on me. There is no soundness in my flesh because of your indignation. There is no health in my bones because of my sin. For my iniquities have gone over my head. They weigh like a burden too heavy for me. My wounds grow foul and fester because of my foolishness. I am utterly bowed down and prostrate. All day long I go around mourning, for my loins are filled with burning. There is no soundness in my flesh. I am utterly spent and crushed. I groan because of the tumult of my heart. O God, all my longing is known to you. My sighing is not hidden from you. My heart throbs, my strength fails me. As for the light of my eyes, it also has gone from me. My friends and companions stand aloof from my affliction, and my neighbors stand far off. Those who seek my life lay their snares. Those who seek to hurt me speak of ruin. 
and meditate treachery all day long. But I am like the deaf, I do not hear, like the mute who cannot speak. Truly, I am like one who does not hear, and in whose mouth is no retort. But it is for you, O God, that I wait. It is you, O God, who will answer. For I pray, only do not let them rejoice over me. Those who boast against me when my foot slips. For I am ready to fall, and my pain is ever with me. I confess my iniquity. I am sorry for my sin. Those who are my foes without cause are mighty. And many are those who hate me wrongfully. Those who render me good for evil are my adversaries, because I follow after good. Do not forsake me, O God. O my God, do not be far from me. Make haste to help me, O God, my salvation. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Isaiah, chapter 6, verses 1 through 13. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw God sitting on a throne, high and lofty, and the hem of his robe filled the temple. Seraphs were in attendance above him. Each had six wings. With two they covered their faces, and with two they covered their feet, and with two they flew. And one called to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the God of hosts. The whole earth is full of God's glory. The pivots on the threshold shook at the voices of those who called, and the house filled with smoke. And I said, Woe is me, I am lost, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips. And yet my eyes have seen our sovereign, the God of hosts. Then one of the seraphs th flew to me, holding a live coal that had been taken from the altar with a pair of tongs. The seraph touched my mouth with it and said, Now that this has touched your lips, your guilt has departed and your sin is blotted out. Then I heard the voice of God saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? And I said, Here am I, send me. And God said, Go and say this to the people. Keep listening, but do not comprehend. Keep looking, but do not understand. Make the mind of this people dull and stop their ears and shut their eyes so that they may not look with their eyes and listen with their ears and comprehend with their minds and turn and be healed. Then I said, How long, O God? And God said, Until cities lie waste without inhabitant, and houses without people, and the land is utterly desolate, until God sends everyone far away, and vast is the emptiness in the midst of the land. Even if a tenth part remain in it, it will be burned again, like a terebinth or an oak, whose stump remains standing when it is felled. The holy seed is its stump. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. A reading from Second Thessalonians chapter 1, verses 1 through 12. Paul, Silvanus, and Timothy. To the church of the Thessalonians in God, our Creator, and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Grace, and, grace to you and peace from God, our Creator, and the Savior, Jesus Christ. We must always give thanks to God for you, siblings, 
as is right, because our faith is growing abundantly. And the love of every one of you for one another is increasing. Therefore, we ourselves boast of you among the churches of God for your steadfastness and faith during all your persecutions and the afflictions that you are enduring. This is evidence of the righteous judgment of God and is intended to make you worthy of the kingdom of God for which you are also suffering. For it is indeed just of, just of God. Let me just start that sentence over, folks. Sorry. For it is indeed just of God to repay with affliction those who afflict you and to give relief to the afflicted as well as to us. When the Savior Jesus is revealed from heaven with all their mighty angels in flaming fire, inflicting vengeance on those who do not know God and on those who do not obey the gospel of our God and Savior Jesus Christ, these will suffer the punishment of eternal destruction separated from the presence of God and from the glory of God's might, when God comes to be glorified by God's saints and to be marveled at on that day among all who have believed, because our testimony to you was believed. To this end, we will always pray for you, asking that our God will make you worthy of their call and will, and will fulfill by their power every good resolve and work of faith so that the name of our Savior Jesus may be glorified in you, and you in Jesus, according to the grace of our God and the Savior Jesus Christ. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel of our Savior Jesus Christ, according to John. Glory to you, Jesus Christ. John chapter 7, verse 53 through 8, 11. Then each of them went home, while Jesus went to the Mount of Olives. Early in the morning, Jesus came again to the temple. All the people came, and Jesus sat down and began to teach them. The scribes and the Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in adultery, and making her stand before all of them, they said to Jesus, Teacher, this woman was caught in the very act of committing adultery. Now in the law, Moses commanded us to stone such women. Now what do you say? They said this to test Jesus so that they might have some charge to bring against Jesus. Jesus bent down and wrote with his finger on the ground. When they kept on questioning him, Jesus straightened up and said to them, Let anyone among you who is without sin be the first to throw a stone at her. And once again he bent down and wrote on the ground. When they heard it, they went away, one by one, beginning with the elders. And Jesus was left alone with the woman standing before him. Jesus straightened up and said to her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? She said, No one. And Jesus said, Neither do I condemn you. Go on your way, and from now on do not sin again. The Gospel of Jesus Christ. Praise to you, Jesus Christ. Let us read as our prayer for mission the prayer attributed to St. Francis and then go on our ways, my friends. My friends, I, I ask for God's blessing upon us today and I ask for the Holy Spirit to give us the message that we need to receive each in our own way from the scriptures today. Amen. God, make us instruments of your peace. 
Where there is hatred, let us sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is discord, union. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. Grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. May the blessing of the God of Abraham and Sarah, and of Jesus Christ, born of our sister Mary, and of the Holy Spirit, who broods over the world as a mother over her children, be upon you and remain with you always. Amen.